page 19. Section 30. The Great Plan of Happiness. Alma, chapters 40 through 42. What happens to our spirits between death and resurrection? Scripture. Alma, chapter 40, verses 11 through 15 and 21. 11. Now concerning the state of the soul between death and the resurrection, behold, it has been made known unto me by an angel, that the spirits of all men, as soon as they are departed from this mortal body, yea, the spirits of all men, whether they be good or evil, are taken home to that God who gave them life. 12. And then shall it come to pass that the spirits of those who are righteous are received into a state of happiness, which is called paradise, a state of rest, a state of peace, where they shall rest from all their troubles and from all care and sorrow. 13. And then shall it come to pass that the spirits of the wicked, yea, who are evil, for behold, they have no part nor portion of the Spirit of the Lord, for behold, they chose evil works rather than good. Therefore the spirit of the devil did enter into them, and take possession of their house. And these shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth, and this because of their own iniquity, being led captive by the will of the devil. 14. Now this is the state of the souls of the wicked, yea, in darkness, and a state of awful, fearful looking for the fiery indignation of the wrath of God upon them. Thus they remain in this state, as well as the righteous in paradise, until the time of their resurrection. 15. Now there are some that have understood that this state of happiness and this state of misery of the soul before the resurrection was a first resurrection. Yea, I admit it may be termed a resurrection. Yea, I admit it may be termed a resurrection, the raising of the spirit or the soul, and their consignation to happiness or misery, according to the words which have been spoken. 21. But whether it be at his resurrection or after, I do not say. But this much I say, that there is a space between death and the resurrection of the body, and a state of the soul in happiness, or in misery, until the time which is appointed of God, that the dead shall come forth, and be reunited, both soul and body, and be brought to stand before God, and be judged according to their works. Back to text. See also Doctrine and Covenants, section 138. What would happen to us if we were subjected only to justice? Scripture. Alma, chapter 42, verse 14. And thus we see that all mankind were fallen, and they were in the grasp of justice, yea, the justice of God, which consigned them forever to be cut off from His presence. Back to text. What is required to satisfy the demands of justice so we can return to dwell in Heavenly Father's presence? Scripture. Alma, chapter 42, verse 15. And now the plan of mercy could not be brought about except an atonement should be made. Therefore God himself atoneth for the sins of the world to bring about the plan of mercy, to appease the demands of justice, that God might be a perfect, just God, 
and a merciful God also. Back to text. How did the atonement of Jesus Christ appease the demands of justice? Scripture, Mosiah, chapter 15, verses 7 through 9. 7. Yea, even so he shall be led, crucified and slain, the flesh becoming subject even unto death, the will of the Son being swallowed up in the will of the Father. 8. And thus God breaketh the bands of death, having gained the victory over death, giving the Son power to make intercession for the children of men. 9. Having ascended into heaven, having the bowels of mercy being filled with compassion towards the children of men, standing betwixt them and justice, having broken the bands of death, taken upon himself their iniquity and their transgressions, having redeemed them and satisfied the demands of justice. Back to text. What must we do to be able to receive the fullness of God's mercy? Scriptures. Alma, chapter 42, verses 13, 23, 27, 29, and 30. 13. Therefore, according to justice, the plan of redemption could not be brought about only on conditions of repentance of men in this probationary state, yea, this preparatory state. For except it were for these conditions, mercy could not take effect, except it should destroy the work of justice. Now the work of justice could not be destroyed. If so, God would cease to be God. 23. But God ceaseth not to be God, and mercy claimeth the penitent, and mercy cometh because of the atonement. And the atonement bringeth to pass the resurrection of the dead. And the resurrection of the dead bringeth back men to the presence of God. And thus they are restored into his presence, to be judged according to their works, according to the law and justice. 27. Therefore, O my son, whosoever will come may come and partake of the waters of life freely. And whosoever will not come, the same is not compelled to come. But in the last day it shall be restored unto him according to his deeds. 29. And now, my son, I desire that ye should let these things trouble you no more, and only let your sins trouble you, with that trouble which shall bring you down unto repentance. 30. O my son, I desire that ye should deny the justice of God no more. Do not endeavor to excuse yourself in the least point because of your sins by denying the justice of God. But do you let the justice of God and His mercy and His long-suffering have full sway in your heart, and let it bring you down to the dust in humility? Alma, chapter 41, verse 14. Therefore, my son, see that you are merciful unto your brethren. Deal justly, judge righteously, and do good continually. And if ye do all these things, then shall ye receive your reward. Yea, ye shall have mercy restored unto you again. Ye shall have justice restored unto you again. Ye shall have a righteous judgment restored unto you again. And ye shall have good rewarded unto you again. 
Doctrine and Covenants, Section 19, verses 15 through 18. 15. Therefore I command you to repent. Repent, lest I smite you by the rod of my mouth, and by my wrath, and by my anger, and your sufferings be sore. How sore you know not, how exquisite you know not, yea, how hard to bear you know not. 16. For behold, I, God, have suffered these things for all, that they might not suffer if they would repent. 17. But if they would not repent, they must suffer even as I. 18. Which suffering caused myself, even God, the greatest of all, to tremble because of pain, and to bleed at every pore, and to suffer both body and spirit, and would that I might not drink of the bitter cup, and shrink. Back to text. Suggestion for Family Discussion To help family members understand Alma 42, read Elder Boyd K. Packer's parable of the Mediator, which is found in Chapter 12 of Gospel Principles. You may want to have different family members read the narration and the parts of the debtor, the creditor, and the debtor's friend. End of Section 30 The Great Plan of Happiness